0: You're listening to From Fear to Love. I'm your host, Alma Lee. Do you withhold your joy? Do you catch yourself? Or maybe you don't catch yourself. Maybe you don't even think about it. Do you celebrate yourself in your accomplishments? When you achieve something, when you get a job offer, when you get great news over an accomplishment, when you are given some type of accolades, do you celebrate yourself? Do you think about what it means to be aware of holding space for being proud of yourself? I remember I was in high school. I wasn't a good student. I did not make good grades. Um, It was a struggle. I had a hard time focusing, probably some ADD, if I'm being honest, ADD, ADHD. But I was not a good student. I did not make good grades. Now my senior year, actually my junior and senior year was in trade school. I went to trade school for business office education, BOE, Blunt County, Alabama, at the Blunt County area Vocational Center. I went there uh, in the afternoons for my junior and senior year to learn how to be a secretary. That was going to be my long-term objective. That's what I was going to do in life was I was going to be someone's executive assistant if I was lucky, a secretary. Uh, nothing wrong with it, but that was as high as I held my, my uh, expectations, if you will. But at the business office education in that course in a in, uh, trade school, my senior year, I remember I received a, an, an award for something best student or best all around or student of the year, I think that's what it was. They gave me student of the year. For the first time ever in my life, I had been given an award for something. And I still to this day, it's been 31 years ago, still to this day, remember it very clearly how that one pat on the back made me feel. And I thought for sure, you know, I'll take that home and I'll show my parents. I remember I got home And, well, later on that afternoon, whenever I saw my parents, I showed that to them, and immediately my father was, you know, well, you know, they're not real sure what you did to get that, but, you know, he made a joke out of it. He was, was, you know, being silly, you know, instead of saying, hey, great job. You know, he had to make a joke, well, you must have done something to make him think that, you know, you were student of the year. But he did it in a sort of a whimsical, lighthearted way, like, oh, I'm just kidding, you know, the way narcissists do. But he had to, he had to disparage it, and he had to put it down, and I just remember sort of shrinking into myself. Like, I'm not going to share anything with anybody, ever, you know, when I get some type of reward or an award or some type of accolades or appreciation of some kind. I'm just going to keep that shit to myself. I'm just not going to share it with anybody. And that's what I did because I didn't want to feel that way. any. you know, I didn't want to feel that way again. So I'm sitting here and uh, I read something uh, on Facebook this morning and someone had posted their own congratulations. And it just, (laughs) and it was just like, thank God. God, you know, that there are people in this world that feel the power of empowerment of self, the empowerment of self, because that's what we're, we're supposed to experience joy. We're supposed to celebrate ourselves. We're supposed to be proud of ourselves. We're supposed to set that example, especially if we have children. If we're not confident in who and what we are and how we move through this life, what's the point? Why would we want to derail someone else's joy? That's my question. What, what do you, do you celebrate yourself? Why, why are, you know, why not if you don't? When's the last time you were proud of yourself? And how did you handle that experience? When you experienced a sense of pride in something that you accomplished, When you experience that, who did you share it with? Did you post about it? If you're like me, if you've ever been in any type of a relationship, I I don't think that I've ever been in a romantic relationship with with a, well, I have been in a relationship with narcissists. Let me correct that. But I've never experienced narcissistic abuse in a romantic partnership because I always dip out when I start seeing those red flags. Just because if they remind me of my father, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm not putting up with it. There's just, that's just a no-go, but that's me. Um, but I see a lot of people in my practice who exist in narcissistic relationships who feel compelled to withhold their joy because when they express a sense of pride in themselves, the narcissist gets triggered. And I don't want to take this down the rabbit hole of talking about narcissism because that's just a whole different ball. That's just a whole different game altogether. But what I want to focus on this this morning and in this episode is just to challenge you, the listener, to think about those, uh, those times in your life when you're proud of yourself. See, I can sit here all day long and talk about, hey, you're supposed to live a life full of joy. You're supposed to be proud of yourself. I can say that all day long, but if you don't understand what that looks like by my asking those questions, then it's just going to be kind of, it's just going to fall flat. You're not going to really have the ability to do the introspection or get the quote unquote third party permission slip, which is what I want to offer you. You have every right to celebrate yourself every day when you accomplish something. You have every right to be proud of yourself. I would encourage you to reframe if you do not feel like you should be proud of yourself. I would encourage you to reframe that. We teach people how to treat us through our behaviors of what we do and what we tolerate. Again, when's the last time you you were proud of yourself and how did you handle it? It still sits in the back of my mind when something that I've accomplished or something that I've done. It, when I recently released my uh, my last book, But Who's Gonna Wipe Your Ass?, which will be available on Amazon uh, and wherever books are sold May 25th. I still have that lingering little thing that's in the back of my, you know, that little voice. It's it's quite dim and it's quite muted, but it's still there that says, don't talk about yourself. Don't talk about yourself. Don't do that. Don't do that because people will get upset and judge you if you talk about yourself. If you show pride in what you do, people are going to, judge you. And they're going to make you feel silly. They're going to trigger you. So for me, that still exists. So what I do is I push back on it hard. I push back on that voice really hard. I go over the top, in fact, in expressing my own pride of my accomplishments. I'm very proud of my accomplishments. My children are my number one accomplishment. Of course, I want to also be very careful in how I express that because they are independent individuals. They are not part of me. I don't claim their accomplishments, which was another thing that I grew up with. I think that's another part, too, about people who withhold joy, especially if you were raised in a narcissistic uh, home life like I was. When I did something bad or if I screwed up, that was all me. That was my fault. But if I accomplished something or did something well, it was because I was an extension of my father. And my mother even reaffirmed this. So it's like I couldn't win. So why would I even share that? Why would I even express my own joy and my accomplishments? Because they they were stolen. They were not, they didn't belong to me. <laughs> I remember a, a, an experience when I was on active duty and I had started to draw and sketch again. And my mother came out with my younger brother to visit me in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. This was in the late 90s. And I will never forget, I was really, really happy to share some of my sketches, my drawings with my mother because she was there without my father. So I thought for sure she would give me the validation that I was seeking. And I showed her my drawings and I was really proud of them. And she looked at him. She goes, yeah, yeah, that's a really good job. You know, your father's, you know, distant related to Norman Rockwell. So that's probably where you get it from. And I kid you not, I did not pick up another pencil to draw or sketch again for probably, oh, I don't know, that was 1997 So I started painting and drawing again, I think in 2012, 2013. Yeah. Yep. True story. And she, she basically took it and, and everything that I accomplished, she basically in one sentence gave all the credit to my father. It was a a deeply hurtful experience, but I didn't realize it at the time because it was just kind of the status quo. That was how we related to one another was that if I achieved something, it belonged to him, period. So that's where a lot of that, that negative thinking came from for me anyway, And the point and purpose of this episode today is to ask you to consider how you're moving through your purpose and your joy, and how are you expressing that? When's the last time you were proud of yourself, and how did you manage or handle that? Did you share that with friends and family? Did you talk about it? Did you post about it on Facebook? Did you say, hey, I won this cooking show, or I won this cooking award, or or maybe you just made something in the kitchen that you tasted that maybe you created a recipe I'm stuck on food I haven't had breakfast but maybe you created a a recipe in your kitchen and you tried it and it was really really good and no one else was there to witness it and how did you did you just sit there in in your own you know collective thought and think about it and enjoy it did you share it with other people I'm over here just basically telling you to be mindful of your accomplishments and in doing so to give you that third-party perspective permission slip to pat yourself on the back. That is how we move through life in joy. And here's why. This is why it's so critical that you share your accomplishments and you share your pride in yourself. The reason why it is so critical that you do that, two reasons. Number one, you're actualizing your own joy. You are validating yourself which is the only real validation that matters anyway, is validation of self, you're validating yourself. You're saying, hey, look at what I did and I want to share it with you because I'm proud of myself. I did this and I want you to to know that I'm proud of myself because that's something that should absolutely be shared. I am sitting here behind this microphone giving you that permission slip. When you share your joy and your pride and self with other people, you're doing the same thing for them. You are giving other people permission to do the same. If we do not actualize our joy, we mute that. We don't fully embrace it. We don't fully metabolize our joy if we're not sharing it. Human beings need connection. We can't just sit in our own little tiny bubble. I mean, well, we can, but I don't think that that's a way to live. And I think that you should know that it is important to share your achievements with other people. You should absolutely share your achievements with other people. I remember when I got hired to work for McDonald's when I was in high school and I was so like, oh my god, they want me. They they want to hire me. I'm good enough? What? I was so shocked by that. And, you know, in my home life and in again, this was just, you know, this was my existence was it was not something that was to, you don't do that. You don't celebrate when you're in a narcissist environment. You just don't. You don't share that because that makes the narcissist feel small. If it's not about the narcissist, don't even talk about it. So that was where my programming came from. That was where I learned to mute myself, to turn my volume down, to not be too extra. Don't Show attention to yourself because if it's not directly related to the narcissist, it's it's invalid. It's not worth anything. So I can remember getting my job with McDonald's, and I can remember telling my parents, "Hey, I got this job with McDonald's. I'll be starring next week." I didn't express any joy. I didn't express any excitement. On you know, I was going to start training the next week, and I had to deliberately use my words very carefully as to not you know upset my father or cause him to bully me because he would bully me if I showed any semblance of pride in myself he had to take it down a notch he had to take me down a notch and put me in my place so I needed to avoid that and I got into a habit of avoiding that is that you do you do that do you avoid elation and sharing your excitement with other people for fear that they will knock it down you know invalidate it I'm just here to tell you to pay attention to that Are you are you muting yourself? Are you not openly sharing your joy with other people in your accomplishments, in your pride? And it doesn't matter what it is. If you have pride over something that you've achieved or accomplished, you should express that. Maybe not necessarily blasting it on Facebook or Instagram, but you know, telling your partner, telling your children, hey, guess what I did today? You want to try this new recipe? You want to try this, you know, this new cocktail that I created? You, you want to see the scarf that I just knitted? Do you want to see this painting that I just completed? I just did a drawing. Would you like to see it? I think it's really good. Look, I just wrote this new piece of music. Look, check these lyrics out. I know that if, you know, I, I got into sort of a mindless habit of doing that, I am certain that there are other people out there who have as well, who have gotten into a mindless habit of avoiding pulling attention into themselves. We're, we're, we're a communal species. We need connection. We need to share. We need to express ourselves with others. That's the, the full expression of being a human being, in my opinion, is the healthy connection with other people. And when we don't have healthy connections with other people, when we feel the need and are compelled to withhold joy as a means of not upsetting the al- apple cart, so to speak, not upsetting the sensitive person in our midst it's not necessary. And I I get it. I totally understand it when you're in a situation, an environment, if you will, with someone who has a problematic mental health features that can be Potentially, it could be catastrophic if you show any sense of joy or pride around someone who harbors toxic traits, toxic, dysfunctional, controlling, narcissistic traits, where anything that you you express of self is considered a trigger to their sensitive sensibilities, because if it's not about them, then it doesn't need to happen, you know, and, and are you in that vacuum? Are you in that vacuum where you feel like everything is depleted and You just have to be as quiet as a church mouse and contain yourself and restrict yourself. You do know that's dysfunctional, right? You shouldn't be living like that. And I get it if you feel trapped. Keep listening. These episodes that I share with you on this podcast, hopefully as you evolve and as you listen, you will find a sense of empowerment so that you can hear underneath the dysfunctional den that you have been encapsulated in in order to actualize and access your intuitive features meaning you get to know yourself you understand yourself you feel empowered to be yourself and make some necessary healthy changes in your life so that you can achieve your purpose and live your life fueled with joy that's what this is all about that's what this is all about This episode today is a permission slip for you to celebrate your damn self. What have you done that you're proud of? What have you accomplished that you're proud of? What have you achieved? What did other people tell you about yourself that maybe you didn't believe or it made you feel uncomfortable? Is that you? If somebody tells you, wow, you are an incredible hairdresser. You really cut my hair Beautifully you styled it exactly the way I wanted. You you understood exactly what I wanted and you did a great job. When you hear compliments over a task, maybe it's a mundane task that you don't even think anything of. Maybe you're so talented. <laughs> maybe what you do every day and what you achieve every day is so mundane and so simple and easy for you to achieve that you don't even look at it as something to be celebrated is that you? Because I can tell you right now that there are so many people that I have met in my life in clinical and personal circles that are incredibly talented in their jobs and their in their professions and they don't think anything of it because they do it every day. They do it every day. I'm over here just saying, look, pay attention to how special your gift is and what you do for your community and for the people that you serve and work with and the people that you live with and love. What is it? What is your gift? What is your accomplishment? Are you paying attention to it adequately? Are you giving yourself the voice that you deserve? That's all I'm saying. That's it. Just paying attention to those habits, those cognitions, you know, that we exist in perhaps from our childhood You know, everything that I do is something that is derivative of my own experience that I have sort of kind of enmeshed in my professional work because I talk about things that I I know and understand intimately. And this is something that I have caught myself doing. And here's an interesting kind of a a segue, a kind of side note. I did that in my marriage when I was married, but not because my ex-husband made me feel that way. My ex-husband never did anything that made me feel muted or, or anything like that. That's, you know, it it was a, it was a habit that I brought into my marriage because of my childhood, because that was how I thought I was supposed to behave. I saw my mother do it. I saw my mother mute herself. I saw my mother, she didn't wear makeup. She didn't express herself. She didn't uh, show pride in anything she accomplished because she didn't want to upset my father. And I grew up in that environment feeling the same way. I literally thought that is how you behave. Like I literally believed that it was inappropriate and unacceptable to show pride in your own achievements. You had to wait for other people to show appreciation or pride in your achievements. But don't you dare do that for yourself. Oh, no, 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 no. We can't have that. That's arrogant. That's inappropriate. You know? That's a that's prideful behavior. You need to be humble. You need to be, you know, you need to have humility and not show any kind of, you know, pat yourself on the back behavior. No, you absolutely need to pat yourself on the back. That is how you actualize your joy. That is how you actualize really truly leaning into the feeling of acknowledgement because. Your validation, the, the validation that we all seek, lives within us. It, it's not outside of us. The reason that external validation feels so good is because we've been groomed to believe that that is the only way we can get it. That is why we lean so heavily into our partnerships and we have such high inappropriate expectations in and, and our attachments with other people that we almost it's almost like a drug. External validation feels like a drug. We're so groomed to believe that we can't do that for ourselves. And then what we do is we end up disempowering ourselves because we're so attached to external validations from other people that we expect other people to be the ones to fill our cup all the time. You have every right To sit down and journal. I write in a journal. Do you know why it hurts so much when we achieve something and we don't receive the acknowledgement we feel we deserve? It is because we are attached to the external validations from other people. And so we become resentful. We become resentful that we don't receive that type of acknowledgement because we feel and we believe that that's the only way we're going to get it is from other people. It's nice it's nice to have other people tell us, God knows it feels nice. It's really, really good to have other people appreciate what you do and what you achieve, pat you on the back, give you an award. That's wonderful. All I'm saying, you have every right and the power to do that for yourself. It feels strange. It feels inappropriate. It feels wrong to sit down in front of your computer or on your phone and type out a post and post a picture of a of a, of a recipe that you created or a scarf that you knitted and say, look at what I did. You know, you're patting yourself on the back. And as a result, you are also getting external validation. Look at what I achieved. Look at this goal that I set for myself. Be proud of yourself. Don't withhold that. Share that, share that with the world because you're inspiring other people to attain their goals and you're inspiring other people to share their accomplishments as well. You're that that permission slip just like this. Be mindful of what you have been groomed to do as a result when you achieve something. Be mindful of, you know, how you were taught to believe what was appropriate. Because here's the thing. When we actualize our joy and we don't lean so heavily in the uh, reward of external validation, we empower ourselves. We empower ourselves because we are no longer attached to that need. It's, it's, it's almost like getting off a drug and you you get your power back. You get your power back and you lessen the opportunities of being manipulated by other people because that's where manipulation comes in. When you have expectations of an outcome to be received from someone else, you've empowered someone else to control your domain in how you feel and how you actualize your joy you've basically given someone else the keys to your joy when you have these expectations that other people are going to be the only source of acknowledgement for yourself all i'm saying is take your keys back keep those close at heart it's nice to get external validation it's great i love it i love external validation but I will toot my own horn every day of the week if it's necessary, because I know that what I do is purposeful. I know what I do is appreciated. It is enjoyed. It, it empowers the listener. That's all I'm sharing with you, and I and I know that you know what I do is people are grateful for it. I realize that because they tell me, because they I receive external validation from them. I hear it. They tell me all the time. But the thing is, is that I'm not special. I'm not special because you can do this too. You can do the same things for yourself. I'm not, I don't have a magic wand. I don't have any special powers. I'm just sitting here telling you that it is important for you to toot your own horn, (laughs) pat yourself on the back and give yourself the acknowledgement that you deserve to receive from yourself. And if nobody else knows or acknowledges it, that's fine too. As long as you do, as long as you are taking the necessary time to share your achievements with others. Don't don't hide your light under a basket. That's that's what my my sweet mother-in-law Gisela used to tell me. Don't mute yourself, share your joys. Share them with the world. All right, guys. That's it. From fear to love. This has been an LBM production. Please like, subscribe and share this show. Thanks for listening.